All right, ladies and gentlemen, got a brand new episode for everybody out there. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing great, man. Larger than charge, as always. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to adjust to this weather. Today was like, uh, today was like hot today. Don't worry, it'll be cold again uh, by the weekend. Yeah, weather's dropping. I wonder how much it's gonna. I think I think I saw like fifties, sixties though. I felt like, but I think tomorrow's gonna be like eighty or something, some craziness. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm ready for this heat, man. <laughs> not ready for it, and then, you, and then you're not ready for it to go. Yeah, but I might have to get these ACs on standby right now. Uh-huh. But I mean, uh, let's get right into it, man. We got the uh, NFL. We got some uh, tragic news. Your boy uh, Dwayne Haskins passed away. Um, he got hit by a uh, what was it, a truck? Box truck? Yeah, which is kind of crazy. A uh, young player, kind of looked like he was getting his uh, his career on the right track as far as uh, you know, getting it together. Based off what happened in Washington, looks like he was uh, coming around, but uh, unfortunately, we won't get to see that man. Yeah, again, it's just just unfortunate. You know, young young player. He's only twenty five. Uh, sorry, twenty four. Heisman Trophy finalist at Ohio State. Yep. Yeah, just it, when stuff like this happens, it sucks. Oh yeah, definitely does. Um, I don't want to say maybe people move more carefully, but you know maybe uh maybe this will help people appreciate um life. Yeah, yeah, you can only hope that. Yeah, not only for the players but people in general. Just yep. You know, you gotta you gotta enjoy it while you're here, man. Mm-hmm. And then on other news, uh, we had your boy uh Derek Carr. He got an extension. <clears throat> looks like looks like the uh, Raiders are rolling with him, man. I mean, what was their other option? I don't know, man. I thought they were gonna <laughs> try try to get somebody in the draft or something, but it don't seem like it seemed like they all sat on quarterback. They're gonna rebuild everywhere else. I feel like this is another one of those Kirk Cousins situations in Minnesota, where you know you look at his stats and he's he's pretty solid. You know, he threw for forty eight hundred yards last year, got him to the playoffs. But you know, what, what else? What, what else is there? Right? What's next? Yeah, maybe they just feel like uh, you know this is their best option. Being being all the young quarterbacks they have now in the division, uh, maybe they wait a few years before they try to get another young quarterback mm-hmm. to uh, to rebuild. Yeah, I mean, forty million is a lot. Uh, unfortunately, that's like the going rate for you know tier two quarterbacks these days. I just you know I I, I just again just look at the options and you got you, you know you added three years onto his contract. I didn't I didn't see anything on guaranteed money or anything like that, but I just don't know you know what what other options they had out there. Uh, so extend the guy. At least, you know, he's not worried about his contract. And then, you you know, you try to build him up elsewhere. And who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe he can have a Matthew Stafford type season if you have the right team around him. Yeah, man. I mean, as I said, he's, he's back with uh, Adams, mm-hmm. you know, college teammate. You know, maybe that that sparks some, uh, some – don't get me wrong. He had a great year, uh, you know, statistically. Yeah. But it can only get he can only get better. You know, maybe this is, uh, keeps him on that right trajectory as far as uh, – becoming a uh, one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they got an offense, too. They got some pieces. Uh, they, you know, they got a tight end. They got a uh, running back. They probably going to need another receiver. But, uh, uh, no, nah, I, I think they need somebody else, man. I don't know about him. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes I feel like some of these some receivers are like these one-year receivers where they have a great year, and then you, like, never hear from them again. Yeah, let, me, let me see him do it, do it again this year. Then I was like, okay, you know, you got something you're working with. That's fair. But I feel like they do need another option, though, because they, they did hit a bunch of injuries last year and it slowed them down some, but they're going to have to be explosive in that division. It's, it's just, it's, 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 like the, it's like the NBA West right now, right now for that, uh, that division they're in. Mm-hmm. Just a lot, of, a lot of great teams, uh, and not everybody can get into playoffs. That's the problem because they play, they play each other twice. So at the end of the day, they're going to at least have two, one or two losses. 
Yep. Yeah, so Tyreek Hill uh, burned some uh, women's uh, flag uh, flag football players, but that was expected. <laughs> and then uh, let's get to it, man. We got the 2022 sports sidebar NFL mock draft for you guys today. So we're going to start us off. I mean, you got Jacksonville with the first pick. So with the first pick, uh, if I'm if I'm Jacksonville, Despite the defensive ends on the on the board, I'm gonna have to get an offensive lineman because we're gonna have to protect this quarterback and we're gonna need some help. So I'm actually gonna go with with your boy Evan Evan Neal from Alabama uh, with that number one pick if I'm Jacksonville. Wow, that's a big pick. I mean, I think you know I feel like Jaguars have uh, have been trying to sign guys to to shore up that line. I don't know. I'm surprised you wouldn't go. Uh, Jaguars wouldn't go uh, defensive end here. I feel like you don't want to take any risk with the quarterback. I mean, we've seen we've seen teams like the the Giants, where they try to get a bunch of players uh, via free agency for offensive line, and then a, a bunch of injuries happen. You ain't got nobody to play. People are not gelling together. The only team we've seen successfully build an offensive line through free agency is pretty much the the damn Chiefs. Everybody else has been everybody else has been struggling trying to rebuild the offensive line through free agency. So mm-hmm. I think you want to get as much options as possible, especially if you have a, a young quarterback. Because offensive linemen are hard to come by. And some of these offensive linemen in this draft is freaking huge. So if you get one of them, I don't think I don't think any of them are going to fall to the second round so or, or later. So uh, I think you got to pick it now. And I feel like I feel like you can get a probably uh, another uh, defensive end towards the later the later rounds. That could probably help you, too. All right. All right. Well, with the second pick, uh, Detroit Lions going to go with the hometown boy, Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. Probably, you know, I, I would say probably the best player in the draft. You know, he's a, a sack machine. Team up, uh, you know, in the, into that Dan Campbell system. You know, I think uh, I think he helped help the defense there. Oh, yeah. Arguably one of the best uh, defensive ends on the, on the board right now. It's between him and Thibodeau. I mean, they, they were killing it this year. But that's the thing, the the trade needs everything. So I mean I can't say I can't say it was a, a, a bad pick or a good pick. I mean, they need a lot of help. But I think this is the start in the right direction as far as them building a um a solid defense. Especially in that division with Aaron Rodgers, because he, he's gonna be there for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. they got a lot to figure out over there. But I mean you definitely want to make sure you can get to the quarterback because that'll solve a lot of problems for you. Yeah, he could uh you know, like you said, Detroit I think could go a lot of ways here. I just think it's hard to take hard to pass up on you know, arguably the best player in the draft, um, especially again, hometown boy from Michigan, played at Michigan. So it's going to be very interesting. Oh, shit, your boy's on playing tonight. The number three pick, we got the Houston Texans. I hate to say it, but I think they're going to go Kayvon Thibodeau, man. You got, we got a defensive minded head coach. So, I mean, he's going to be looking for pieces that he can use as far as, uh, you know, things he can scheme up as far as, uh, and the, and the thing is that the, the, the division's up for the taking. Uh, I mean, Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw what Tennessee did last year. Uh, we saw what the Colts did, but uh, I feel like it's kind of a, a revolving door. I don't feel like anybody's been uh, has really had a stranglehold on the division in a while. So you got an opportunity to take it, especially if you get to the quarterback. Like I said before, with some of those, uh, with some against some of those teams. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, I I I, I honestly don't know what the Houston Texans are gonna do. They might be, you know, the biggest wild card of the of, of the early picks here. I think they could again. Like much like the Lions could go 
many different directions. Mm, they could uh, go quarterback. They could, they could go a lot of a lot of ways. But you know, I think you're right. I think uh, again, you know, they need help on the defensive side of the ball. Why not go with the you know second or arguably again the the most talented guy uh, in the draft? Yeah, definitely got to go with best available uh, in that position. You know, I don't always love that. But, you know, I can I can see it. Yeah, but I mean, we wouldn't be surprised either if teams moved up um, to try to snag somebody sure. um, that, for a team like the Houston Texans or the Detroit Lions. That would probably be the best bet for somebody to move up so they can get more picks and get more uh, players because they need a lot of help. Mm-hmm. All and right. Goes. Fourth pick moving up, moving up them draft boards. Could also see Detroit taking this guy, but uh, going to go with Sauce Gardner at Cincinnati. OK. At cornerback, you know, just a just a big, fast cornerback. The Jets need one. You know, I, I could see them again, maybe going Kyle Hamilton here. I don't, I don't love him as much. I don't love the safety early. Mm-hmm. Um, I could also see them, you know, going at Stingley. I, I just don't know. You know, they have four and ten, um, but they want to make sure they get they get a guy. So I'm going to go Sauce Gardner on this one from Cincinnati. Nice. I like the pick. I mean, you can't go wrong with big corners. Um, no. You guys, you guys gave up uh, 72 explosive plays last year. You're definitely going to need somebody to stop those. I mean, he shut down uh, Alabama uh, wide receiver uh, Williams when they played against each other. So, I mean, he can definitely defend. He, he cover in man, so it's going to give you guys some help. Absolutely. Then with the fifth pick, you know, we got the New York Giants. Need some help on that offensive line. I think we're going to go uh, offensive line from NC State. Ekwanu. Yeah. Well, that's the, I just, how do you pronounce his name? Ekwanu. Equanu. Equanu. Yeah. From uh, North Carolina. North Carolina State. Mm-hmm. Another big uh, body. I mean, 24 years old. <clears throat> I mean, he, he, he need, we need a lot of offensive line help. Uh, we got another pick a, a pick away. So, but I think I think this is uh, helps us move in the right direction. Yeah, he's big, six foot four, 320 pounds. Um, can can play either guard or tackle most likely. So they they can. Uh, you know, figure out where he fits best there. And, you know, even if they start him at guard, eventually move a tackle, mm-hmm. um, they could do that. Again, you know, you're right. I think they need help. That line has been horrific. I mean, not giving Danny Dimes any time back there to, to drop them dimes, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, you know, if you're not going to go for the quarterback, you might as well get the line going, get build up that line and, and go from there. Yeah, because uh, that's, one, that's one of the things we need uh we got a good running back who uh, can't even get out the damn backfield. And then uh, we got receivers that can't get the ball. So we, we got to get something going with this offensive line. Um, because we got to really see what Danny Dimes is worth. I don't think he's worth a dime, but hey, um, I'd rather us have a, a built offensive line for another rookie quarterback coming in. So, mm-hmm. All right. Number six, Carolina Panthers. Select Malik Willis. Liberty. First QB off the board. I just, uh, you know, I think Carolina badly needs a quarterback. You know, they they took a shot on Sam Darnold, uh, mm-hmm. hoping that he was, uh, you know, just not performing because he was in New York. Obviously, that wasn't so great last year. Fred tried to bring in Cam. Mm-hmm. You know, that worked for a game. But then, it, you know, again, he's just not what, what he used to be. And and here, I think they, you know, again, a kid that has moved up the dra- draft board a little bit, throw the deep ball. Uh, he can get out and get on the move. So... You know, I think uh, again, like trying to get to inject some some young talent into that into that quarterback position for the Panthers. Oh yeah, I mean, I like the pick. They've been struggling to find a quarterback since uh, Cam left. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. I mean, they need some excitement. Great franchise, love their colors, and I think it would be great to see in that division. I mean, with a quarterback like that, they're not they won't be too far behind as far as uh, 
they, they can be putting themselves in a great position to, to, for years to come uh, if they get the right quarterback. Because that was one of the things they've been missing ever since Cam left. Yeah, they just haven't have a, had a guy down there. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater was okay, but you know, you know, you're getting with, when you get Teddy, you're gonna get that 500 team. Uh, he might win you a couple games here, mm-hmm. but you know, he's not not gonna be spectacular. And then yeah, Sam Darnold, Cam. I mean, they've been through uh, a bunch of quarterbacks, so someone's got to stick eventually, right? Oh yeah. All right, you're back again. Back at seven with the Giants. I'm going to shake it up real quick since, uh, I mean, this pick right here is going to probably shake up the draft a little bit because uh, we should have got a receiver last year, but we didn't because uh, damn Cowboys traded with the damn Eagles, which I don't understand why they did that. But uh, we're going to go with Gary Wilson right here from Ohio State, man. I know we have some receivers on the team that uh, we signed through free agency, but I feel like these players are not cutting it. And I don't know, man. I feel, I feel like he's a... Uh, I want to say the best available, but I feel like um, this is making up for uh, what we should have did last year. I, I think that would shake up, shake up the, uh, shake up the draft. I mean, I, I could see them. You know, I had them kind of pinned it going at a defensive end. Yeah, defensive oh, okay. end or safety. Either uh, Trayvon Walker from Georgia, Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State, someone like that. I mean, they uh, defense needs some help too. But uh, again, I, I think you know. It's not a bad idea to take a shot and figure out what Danny Dimes is, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to give them as much weapons as possible. Um, and then also build that offensive line. I mean, the defense is – I feel like the defense could have played better if the offense could have stayed on the field more, uh, which was the main issue. Um, they just put themselves in the, the defense in bad positions where the defense is on the field for so long, they just get gassed out, and then they're just giving up plays. So, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, they went another offensive lineman – um, I did see that uh, the offensive lineman from um, uh, Trevor Trevor Penning from North Iowa, um, big guy, six seven, and then there was another uh, offensive lineman I like too. Uh, I think the other one from uh, Mississippi State. Oh, Charles Cross. Yeah. So, like I said, um, it's all it's all depends on uh, who's on the board, and I also won't be surprised if uh, somebody if they move down uh, with this pick because uh, the Giants we need more picks too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you. All right. I mean, I didn't want to do this. I was hoping this uh, this guy would fall to number 10, but seeing as how he <laughs> screwed things up for me already. <laughs> at number eight, the Falcons are going to go wide receiver. So the, the next guy on the board, uh, Drake London, out of um, USC, and big, big guy, 6'5", 210. And, and, you know, with Ridley being out, you know, getting Mariota in there, the Falcons... The Falcons have a lot, but I think that they need a they need they need a wide receiver. So I can see them trading this pick, maybe trade back and, and get you know like a um what's the other kid there from from Ohio State Olavi Olav yeah or or you know this is a wide receiver heavy draft. There could be gosh five or six wide receivers that go in the first uh, the first round. They uh, they definitely need a wide receiver. Yeah, they need a receiver. They need a quarterback. <laughs> they need a whole damn team. That's what they need. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Willis fall to them too, just for the the Michael Vick uh, resemblances. Yeah, I I just don't. I think they're gonna hold out with quarterback mm-hmm. this year. I think they're gonna wait till next, know, year. next year. Yeah, maybe they they can draft a guy in the second round or third round. But I, I'm thinking they're they're holding out for their guy next year. We'll have to wait and see, man. Mm-hmm. They they have to lose a lot of games just to make sure. Well, you'll you'll know what they're going for when uh, when they make this pick. Yeah, pretty much. I'm <laughs> halfway through the season, you'll know too. Oh uh, yeah. So number nine, we got the Seattle Seahawks. They got this pick from Denver. I think I think they go. 
the safety. Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, Kyle Hamilton from uh, Notre Dame. I know uh, Pete Carroll likes his defenses, so I feel like this gives him that uh, that floor general on defense. Not to say like Earl Thomas, but um, he's a lot bigger, more like Cam Chancellor uh, back there in the backfield mm-hmm. to, pair, to pair, pair him with uh, Jamal Adams. Adams, yeah. Have him on one side, have Adams on the other side. Quandry Diggs. Yep. I mean, that's where I'm going with this one. Yeah, I, you know. I can see them going there for sure, or Stingley from from LSU, but definitely uh, help on the uh, on the back end of that defense there. They need yeah. I was telling you also need a quarterback. Oh yeah. But again, those are uh, few and far between now. Oh yeah. So I'll sign this up for you right here with the Stingley pick, man. Well, I'm not going to cornerback. <laughs> I'm going to go at ten. The Jets, uh, Trayvon Walker from Georgia. Okay. You know I don't I don't like the double D pick. But, you know, I think I think Trayvon Walker, if he can follow them down here, he's got high upside, played on a really good Georgia team. Yeah. Shore up that defensive line. And and then you can, uh, you know, maybe you can package a couple of your second round picks and, and move up and get one of these um, wide receivers. Either, you know, like I said, either Olaf, James Williams, Traylon Burks, one of these guys uh, in the um, in the late first round here. Oh, yeah. Like I like the pick. Mm. Um, it, it gives somebody else as, as a pass rusher on the on the outside for you guys, which you guys haven't had in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, young talent. I would just like to see his numbers uh, reflect his uh, freakish ability. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, I mean, let's get it right into it, man. We got the NBA um, in full effect right now. I mean, your boy uh, Frank Vogel got fired. They gave him boot. We saw that coming. You know, we talked about our options as far as who 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 we would like to see as the Lakers head coach. You know, I went with Mark Jackson. Get him, get him. Hashtag get Mark back in the league. He ain't coming back. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't blame him, man. I would love that. Uh, his position, his uh, his job now is uh, amazing. Uh, you get to see some of the best players play against each other from the sideline. You get to call the games. Uh, you ain't got to deal with uh, players' attitudes, GMs. You could just chill. You could just do what you want, man. And uh, him and Van Gundy have a great chemistry. Love seeing him on the sideline. It's hilarious when they go back and forth about certain things, uh, being that, you know, one, one coach the other. Um, so, but uh, outside of that, I mean, you mentioned your boy Nick Nurse. How are you feeling about that? I mean, you know, I, I think it, you know, for a guy like Nurse, it's a little more notoriety, you know, mm-hmm. he gets to coach back in the U.S., um, you know, in a big market big time history team. I just, you know, I don't, I don't know. Just like, do you want to deal with LeBron? Uh, and I know that, you know, they're going to, Lakers are probably going to try to move Westbrook, give, give up whatever they can to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know what they're going to have next year outside of LeBron and, you know, uh, 50% of Anthony Davis. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing, Nick, I think Nick, they're still on a contract, so they're not going to just like let him go for free. No. Um, and, you know, even if they decided to trade, you know, trade for the coach, I mean, the Lakers don't got, they don't got a first round pick to what, like 2026, 20, 25, some craziness. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I, don't, I don't know what they're going to do, man. There's just, there's just not many options for them. No. Unless, unless they get LeBron a coach, uh, which he, he's not going to call. Like, I mean, like he's I just, doing that now, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, what, it's not much for them, not much for them out there. Not it's not really a, a big pool of coaches for them to choose from. Uh, they can't really trade for a coach because they don't have the assets, unless they bring up a, co- a college coach we don't see coming. 
like a Coach K or something. But I, you know, he's the he's done. He's done. He's not a. He's gonna be in the box in Duke uh, unless they go over, go after like a, a a right or something. But I feel like yeah. he don't want to leave there either. So I mean, who knows? Maybe that's the thing, man. Most of these college coaches they they enjoy their uh, their uh, their their uh, their jobs, man. Yeah, I think I think it's just a tough. You know, who would ever thought the Lakers would be in a tough spot to try to hire a coach? Um, but you know, if you're running Frank Vogel out after you know two years after he won a title. And, and again, just, you know, Le- LeBron just tends to be a coach killer. Uh, if things aren't going well, it's, you know, not going to be his fault. So you got to be, gotta be uh, willing to take that on as well, which I think Vogel was. I think Vogel knew what he was getting into. Yeah, but we just have to wait and see, man. It's going to be one of the interest, interesting things come NBA offseason to see where Westbrook goes and see who, get, who who can they get as a coach, a head coach. Right, right. Then we got the playoffs, man. Talk about playoffs. Um, <laughs> we got we got your Brooklyn. We got well, we got the Brooklyn Nets playing your Boston Celtics. How you feeling about it, man? Would you would you giving them a you giving the Celtics a sweep or are you giving the Celtics Celtics in five? What, what you what you calling them, man? No, I, I think it's probably going to be. I would say Celtics in six. Okay. I, I, you know, I think I, 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 I Kevin Durant playoff Durant still scares the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. But um, I just don't. You know that it's just not like a it's not a good team right now. The, the Nets they got good they got a couple of good players and Bruce Brown can can step up. You but think ben, I'm not. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say you think uh, Ben Simmons is gonna play? He might, but again, I, I I don't that doesn't bother me one bit. I think he's he's not Ooh. gonna be in basketball shape. I, I just don't think he you know even if he's if he's playing he's not he's gonna be on a minutes restriction. I, I just you know I, it's not like he can hop in and play basketball games, especially in the NBA. So, and I'd say the same thing about Rob Williams. I mean, I think he can, he may be back towards the end of the series, but, you know, I think it's going to, he's going to be on a restriction and it's going to take him time to get acclimated. So I, I think those two kind of are a wash for me. And just look at the guys that are on the floor now. And, and the Celtics have been playing real good defensively. Um, if you can take Durant or, Ky- you know, maybe you just take Kyrie out, put Smart on Kyrie mm-hmm. and take Kyrie out and let um, Tatum match up with Durant, do an okay job on him. And, I just think that they, you know, I, I think the the defense on Brooklyn isn't as bad as people think it is, mm-hmm. but um, I just don't think that that they they play as a team. And even watching last night, like they just get like lackadaisical, and next thing you know, Cleveland's making a run, and they're you know two possessions out. And again, that, this is Cleveland shooting it like a terrible clip. Just played awful basketball yep. for the most part. Uh, and Kyrie didn't miss, you know, he's 12 for 15. And, and, you know, again, Durant didn't have to do much until the fourth quarter. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know. It's just I, I'm I'm not overall concerned about the Nets. It's it's just if Durant start, gets on a heater. And then it's it's kind of time to watch out. Oh, yeah. He's the uh, he's uh, what they call the uh, the uh, force multiplier. He can uh, win, win, or, win or lose you some series easily mm-hmm. at the drop of a hat. Yep, and he's just so efficient at times that uh, if he gets hot, his hot is like ridiculous hot. Um, it is. And <clears> but he could, you know, he couldn't take down Miami. I'm not Miami. Uh, Milwaukee last year. I mean, as good as, uh, well, as, good I mean, as he was, he, he was close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if his foot was over that damn three point line, the game would have been over. <laughs> uh, that's the, one of the downfalls of having a big shoe size. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see um, how they play together. 
But I also think Boston has a a point to prove and a bone to pick with Kyrie. So mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to be ready to play. They're going to be on the A game. Being the way the way he left Boston, uh, some of the things he said about some of the players. So I, I think I think they're going to be ready for him. But um, mm-hmm. this is going to be a great series. Boston's a great defensive team. Uh, it's going to be Kevin Durant and uh, Kyrie going to have to be on every night. I feel like to win win that series. Um, yeah, but I mean okay. if. It, if it goes four, if it goes seven games, they're gonna have to be super hot for four games at least. So right, I, I think you're right. I think that for Brooklyn to win, they need to play. Man, I would I would even say five or five like perfect games because I think that the the Celtics can probably still take them down in, in, in even if they're playing their best. Yeah, they're gonna um, have they're gonna have, to have a, a, a bunch of games where Kyrie and Durant got eighty between the both of them. <laughs> exactly, and and that's a lot to ask. So. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. You know, I think Kyrie's already starting to backtrack on his comments about leaving Boston. But today he's, he said he was, you know, wished he did things a little differently, you know, taking a little. Oh, yeah. You got to say that now. You about to play them. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to give him no bullets and board material. Uh, too late. Bruce, Bruce, uh, uh, Bruce Brown already already said that, um, you know, their their big men are garbage. Horford and, and Tice. And, and Kevin, Kevin Durant already had to come out and, you know, shush him. Yeah. I don't know. You can't be saying nothing about. You got to keep any all that stuff internal. Yeah, absolutely. You got to hit them with that. When the media asks you about, oh, those are great players. It'll yeah. be hard, hard to defend them. That'd be an easy, easy thing to do. These guys yep. can't help, can't help themselves. Nah, but I mean, I mean, you got to back it up. You say you got to back it up. So let's see, let's yep. see if he can, uh, if he can do that. So, and then uh, on the other side, we got to eat. We got the um, what we we got right now. We got Atlanta and uh. And uh, Charlotte playing playing for the eighth seed. Um, Game's over. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Dunzo for uh, Charlotte. Um, so I mean, they had a good season. Uh, hats off to them. They had ball out for a while. Came back. But I mean, they're they're, they're a few pieces away to, to getting in the playoffs officially. But it's gonna be tough in the East. So. Mm-hmm. So then we're gonna sure have uh, then we're gonna have on the East. We're gonna have the Heat versus the Hawks. That should be a good matchup. No, 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 no. Hawks gotta go play uh, Cleveland first. Oh man, they are gonna beat Cleveland too, man. Uh, <laughs> your boy Ice Trey is on. He's on fire right now. But I mean, whoever, e- either team, I, um, I think Atlanta has a better chance of beating uh, Miami uh, compared to Cleveland. But would I be surprised if Cleveland beat Miami? No. <laughs> I don't know how, but I just I just want to be surprised. I mean, is Jared Allen going to be back? Jared Allen going to be back? I I could see it with him. They, you know, I thought they they shoot a little better. They they maybe could could challenge Brooklyn, but yeah, I mean, Miami can can be a mess. But Jimmy Butler is a, um, you know, I think he's he's got that it factor. Mm-hmm. And they got a lot of weapons too, but I feel like they're going to melt down during the during the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's definitely possible. And then we're gonna have the like we talked about the Celtics versus Brooklyn. We're gonna have the Bucks versus the Bulls. Um, I'm sorry, Chicago, but that's gonna be a sweep. Yeah, I don't think they have anybody to stop Giannis. He's just gonna go buck buck wild crazy with that three steps yeah. from three steps from in the rim. Uh, it's just gonna be hard to stop him. I just, I don't give him. Uh, I might give him one game, but Lonzo's pretty much done for the season. I don't I don't think they could do it this year. No. Despite despite the great season they had and the high start they had. Then we got uh we got the seventy sixes in Toronto. Um might have to put the seventy sixes on the upset alert. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know why, man. Just I feel like uh I feel like Toronto's a, a sneaky a sneaky pick, man. A lot of people sleeping on them. They got uh 
they play they play as a team. I feel like they got more players that can play together. And I feel like uh, I feel like Hart is not going to show up either, man. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know how to feel about uh, uh about Philly. I mean, I feel like if if they put you know put their minds to it, they can figure it out. But I just don't, you know, I don't. I don't, I don't trust them. I don't trust, I don't trust them. Yeah, especially that me. especially that damn Tobias Harris. <laughs> this is true. Calls me all the damn prop bets, man. How the hell, you, man? I don't even talk about him. <laughs> All that money he can't pay, he can't put up 10, 10, 15 points a game. He can't do it. Hey, but he there now. I can't hate on him, but I wish he would. I wish he would have hit some shots when I made them prop bets on him. <laughs> and then on uh on the West we got uh we got the Suns and they're gonna pre- pretty much be playing uh the winner of this uh the winner of the eight nine whoever plays the loot or the well the Clippers Clippers, Clippers are gonna play the the winner of this uh nine ten matchup, mm-hmm. but uh. Uh, I don't feel like any of those teams could beat the Suns, so so mm-hmm. I got the Suns moving on in four or five. Then we got Memphis; they pretty much gonna be playing the uh, the um, Timberwolves. The Timberwolves. That could be a good um, series. Yeah, I think I like that series, man. Uh, you got two teams that really don't care about who they're playing. Built built the same way too. Mm-hmm. Built the same way through the draft. Young players came together. I'm looking forward to that series. Yeah, that should be a good one. I know you mentioned you like Edwards. I like him too, man. Just yeah, uh, I do. I, I do. Just a baller, man. Doesn't come out talk. He doesn't really talk too much trash. No, nope. just comes out and plays, man. He dunks hard. Oh yeah, that's what that's what they call <laughs> man, man. He's yeah. that small, and all of a sudden he, he's hiding, he's dunking on you. Yeah. You see, then you see the see the sports in the top ten. <laughs> then we got uh Warriors and the Nuggets. That's gonna be another great series. Um, two of the two of the teams I like in the West going at it. I don't, I don't I don't know how to feel about that, man. No, who do you like? Uh, I like both teams, man. But I don't I don't think any of the uh, I don't think Porter Jr. is coming back yet. And then uh, I don't know we might not see uh, Murray till next year, so I wouldn't be surprised if Warriors took it down in six. But I mean, I you know, Joe because he's gonna give him he's gonna give him hell with all the damn triple doubles he be putting up. So yeah, I mean, a, a Murray could come back. It sounds like, but it's 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 up to him. Uh... Man, I just think it's it's gonna be tough on Jokic. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's just a, it makes for a long series. He's already you know labored. Um, so I'd like to see them do something. I, I like that. I'd like to see Jokic. You know, see what he can do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, 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 I just think, think too much too much for yeah. one guy. Yeah, I think this year is not as year. Even though he probably get MVP based off the the numbers he's been putting up and the position he's got them in, but um, he can't really win with one superstar anymore. Those, no. those days, those days are over. Yep. So I'm, I'm gonna go again with the, with the Warriors. Even, you know, Steph might, you know, take a game or two to get back going. Um, mm-hmm. Take the Warriors there. Yeah. Then we got Dallas and uh, Utah. I think Dallas is gonna make some light work out of Utah, just, just so uh, Donovan Mitchell could leave Utah, come to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, both, both equally matched teams. It's gonna be interesting to see. If uh, Luca Luca can uh, get them past the uh, the Jazz in this one, yeah, I kind of like I kind of like the way that you know the Mavs are playing towards the end of the year. So uh, if Luca's healthy, I know he had the the calf issue. Um, sounds like it was just a, a calf strain, but hopefully um, it doesn't doesn't hold him back. I mean, he he's not really fast to begin with, so oh yeah, um, he's yeah, like he, but he's like Paul Pierce, like know, not even like fast, but like he just plays at his. He doesn't let anybody slow him down, speed him up. He just plays at his own pace. 
and he, yeah. he he gets the job done. Yep. So I like the Mavs there. But I'm looking forward to these playoffs starting, man. I mean, technically they'll be started, but um, as we get deeper and deeper no, in these, the playoffs, these these aren't these technically are not uh, playoff games. I found that out last night. Oh, that's what that's what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they're kicking off this weekend, so I'm looking forward to it. We got a bunch of games coming on now. Mm-hmm. One, three. Um, so it's gonna be a good a good a good weekend for sports for weekend, basketball for sure. Then uh, we got MLB. I don't know if you want to talk about anything for MLB. They're just kicking kicking off. Season starting. No, other than, you know, Kershaw had the, the perfect game going today. They pulled him after 80 pitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, I think when the player's that close, you, you got to let him go. Um, yeah. He, especially he's early in the season. It's not like going to kill him. It's not like he's got like 20 games under his belt or something. He's fresh. He should be fresh. Um, ready to play, and uh, it's better. I, I think it's better to get, knock it out early than uh, later in the season. Because especially later in the season, you know they definitely be resting you, especially um, as you try to get closer to the playoffs and stuff like that. So I agree with you. Let him go. Let him see what he can do. Yeah, then that's it for baseball. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about the uh, PGA. Your boy Scotty. Scotty doesn't <laughs> yeah. know. Took it. Want me some money? <laughs> Yeah, he's on that. He's still on the heater, man. He, he um, he's hot right he now. He was a high favor going in. Normally, you know, golfers that are hot are you know tend to be the favorites coming into these here uh, big tournaments. Mm-hmm. I'd say rarely these days they live up to that billing, but because uh, it's just so hard to win multiple tournaments. Um, yeah, so he's already he's already on on number four <laughs> for the year. He's already made uh, about ten million bucks. Yep. Um, so, you know, good on him. He, you know, he, uh, I think he, uh, going into Sunday, um, you know, Cam Smith comes out and birdies one and two. Um, Scheffler looked a little bit off and then chips in on three. Cam bogeys and, and, uh, you know, that was pretty much it. I mean, Cam made a, a birdie on 11 to, to bring him within three and then he, ch- you know, chunked one in the water on 12 and, and that was the tournament. Um, yeah. Yeah, the so, lead. Yeah, the lead straight after that. It was done. It was over. It was after done. That. It was done. Yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to gain up gain that many strokes on 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 the pros. Uh, Rory did his normal Sunday thing where he uh, goes out and plays with no care in the world and shoots eight under. Comes in a <laughs> in second place. Uh, makes a big paycheck. Uh, this is what Rory does. But um, yeah, I mean the story was really all about. You know, first couple of days was about Tiger. You know, he came mm-hmm. out Thursday, shot a one under 71, first competitive round back. Even you know Friday with some tough conditions, mm-hmm. uh, shot 74 to get to the to make the cut. Um, you know, obviously laboring on on Saturday and Sunday. Um, you could tell he was just sore. Uh, you know, beat up. It's it's a it's a tough walk there and 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 uh, mentally tough. And um, but it was good to see him finish. And now he can uh, rest up and uh, and get ready for you know what I would assume would be the three majors that are left if he can get to Southern Hills in a month. Mm-hmm. And then you got uh, he already committed to the Open in July, and then the U.S. Open here in uh, in Brookline uh, in June, and then maybe he may play Jack's tournament in in uh, Ohio in. I want to say that that's in May, uh, maybe June now, usually around Memorial Day weekend, uh, the Memorial Tournament. So mm-hmm. uh, other than that, I think that's probably it. I think he's got at most four tournaments left this year and and then just start to gear up for a, a few more. I, I mean, he obviously wants to 
win again. Uh, wants to still, he's still got the 19, the number 19 for majors on his mind. He, he mentioned yeah. it, you know, and the guy's competitive. Um, so even at 46, I think that, uh, you know, he's probably still got a couple of decent years left in him. Um, if he can get to the right courses, like again, St. Andrews is a course that he, he knows and plays well. So it's the right courses, you know, he always got Augusta. Um, he knows that obviously knows the course. It, it distance didn't hurt him. Uh, it's really his short game that killed him, uh, putting, uh, he had 36 putts on Saturday. Um, didn't putt well again on Sunday, but again, you know, this is a, just, just, it just takes time. Um, yeah. In tournament conditions. Oh yeah. I mean, you, and you gotta do kind of, I was not, like basketball. You gotta do a heat check, man. You gotta, you gotta, you can't, you can't turn down any more, uh, any more tournaments, man. You gotta finish strong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You gotta stay, you gotta stay healthy too. So. Yeah, but I mean, you gotta run out the bag, man. We talking about millions of dollars here. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're already at ten, and the year we're not even at halfway the year. So, I mean. Yeah, he's Scotty's got he could he could do some damage. I mean, uh, you know, who knows? You know, these guys go through stretches where they're hot and cold. He could he could definitely pull down a couple more tournaments for sure. Um, I forget what the record. The Tiger has a record in the year. I believe it was ten, mm-hmm. uh, which would yeah, be well, wild if he could get yeah. somewhere near there. Yeah, even if you don't, even if he gets another two, I think this is probably still his uh, like most highest gross in a uh, year, right? Oh, he's already he's already made more money than he in this year than he has in his entire career up to this year. Yeah, that's what you got to run it up, man. Yep. You oh know, yeah. You never, you never know when you're gonna be this hot again. Yeah, I mean, he may take this week off um, just to catch his breath, but I, I guarantee you, he's he's uh, he's not taking many weeks. You you can't take off, like you said, you can't take off these weeks when you're hot. You gotta. Uh, yeah, you you in your groove, man. You gotta. Yeah, exactly. You gotta take advantage of it, man. When that swing's feeling good, man, you just want to play all the time. Mm-hmm. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So for this week, uh, this week we're gonna go uh, back to a, a new a hot style of uh, of um, burgers that have been out. They've been out for a while, but the uh, the Smash Burger. Okay. You know, there was a lot of a lot of talk about this at, at work uh, for me because uh, you know back back at the office. Um, and they were gonna do uh, smash burgers today for everybody, so you know I was like, oh, that sounds good. Um, so what we did is, uh, you know, I just 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 made them for myself ahead of time, and and I think you can do these different ways, but the way I like to do it is uh, if you're gonna do it with onions and mushrooms, um, to grill those ahead of time. So get those going, get the onions, mushrooms, seasonings, you know, started. So they're a little, um, you know, a little caramelized before you you throw the meat on, but then. You know, you separate it out into the uh, the individual spots there uh, for the individual burgers, and you throw the uh, the beef down. You can do 96.4 is what I've been doing lately, just to be a little bit on the healthier side. You can obviously, if you want the fat flavor, the 80/20 is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, but throw that into a you know, put that into a little ball, like a little eight ounce ball, and uh, sorry, six ounce ball. Put you know, put that on top of your onions and mushrooms, and just smash it down on it and let it cook. Then when, you know, a couple minutes, flip that, let it cook again, and then, uh, you know, get it onto your grilled bun and, and do your favorite flavors. 
on top. You know, ketchup, mustard, barbecue sauce, whatever it is that, that you like on it. Oh, and yeah. Cheese, of course, Rich. I mean, of course, man. You can't have you can't have a burger without no cheese, man. Doesn't make any sense. That's like that's like peanut butter. That's like uh, peanut butter, no jelly. Come on, man. So yeah, that's uh that's the route we go. You can go uh, sweet potato fries on the side. Try to keep it uh relatively healthy. I think sweet potato fries are over are underrated. I feel like they they're better than the normal fries sometimes. I agree. And then uh, what would you guys drink that down with? All right, well just to go with the uh, the nice weather outside. Fell back on the uh, classic today, the Wachusett Summer Ale. Okay. You know, I think that people, you know, in the at least up here, uh, obviously tend to go towards the uh, Sam Summers. Uh, you know, first, you know, comes out late sp- or early spring. Uh, it's kind of like the first signs of uh, of warmth coming. Um, but I tend to go to the uh, the Wachusett Summer. I, I don't know. I've 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 had the uh, Sam Summer for a long time, and you know, Wachusett is a a brewery here up in central mass and and uh, they got some you know they're expanding a little bit they got a brew house in worcester now but their uh their summer ale is 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 uh pretty solid too um like it's it's easy drinking like four and a half 4.7 percent somewhere around there okay um you know nice uh nice cold bottle out of the fridge when it's nice out is uh refreshing um so i'd probably throw it at like uh let's go like a 7.4 like not not going to wow you i would say but it's mm-hmm. it's, it's solid it's good um and again you can have a, a couple of them oh nice i mean but i mean you can't go wrong with it that's almost a 7.5 you can't go wrong with that i mean no. that's pretty much a uh a solid beer something you can yeah. have at any at any function any type of any time of the year exactly so definitely worth uh, checking out then uh, that's JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then uh, for this week, as far as BR stuff, I mean, we got Moon Knight episode two and three. Episode three came out today, you know, halfway through the season. They revealed some stuff today in episode three um, relating to uh, uh, some of the stuff going on in the multiverse and then uh, some of the stuff in reference to Moon Knight as far as uh, his split personalities, his other personalities. Definitely. Uh, definitely a good show. Um, as far as one of the the you know the Disney Plus superhero shows, I, w- I would rank it probably the second best, no, second or third best of the of the Disney shows so far. So far they had uh, Loki, they had uh, Scarlet Witch, they had uh, Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier, and then um, yeah, those are the three so far. And uh, and um, uh, what's the name? Hawkeye. Um, so mm-hmm. it's definitely. I would probably rank it as like the second best or third best, probably uh, below. Loki's probably the best one, in my opinion. And then outside of that, probably be either Moon Knight or um, uh, Wanda, the WandaVision. And then uh, the other ones follow after. So, but I mean, they got some more coming out soon. I know they're working on uh, the She-Hulk. There's a few other ones they're working on too. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. There was a uh, Halo third episode on the third episode now now would be a good time to watch this you can watch three episodes straight so you kind of they're kind of getting into it as far as uh you know what's going on you're kind of seeing both sides of the, the, the good side and the bad side what they're both trying to accomplish hasn't been much action since the first episode so I'm a little disappointed in that but hopefully it picks up in the action aspect on the uh the later episodes and then we had uh we, we had the ultimatum man I don't know how, how far how far did you get into it? I didn't even finish the first episode. Oh man, 
this is a shit show, I tell you. <laughs> um, if you thought Love is Blind was bad, man, wait till you see some of this. Um, uh, I, I, could, I could see it coming. Yeah, I mean, the second episode gets crazy, too. Because that's when they do, like, the picks of who they're picking that they want to stay with for the next three weeks. But when you see it, man, you're going to be like, well, some of the things some people did is, is crazy. But then also uh, some of the stuff that happens, like, between episode one and two is funny as hell. But then, yeah, it gets crazy, man. Some of the, some like, when they go, some of the people are, what, are going to go back to the couples, like, the original couple. I mean, they, they just put out the, uh, I think, the final episode today and the uh, reunion. So, you know, I'm definitely check that out. Uh, hopefully you can get to it um, by the time next week and uh, you give me your review on it. But, I'll uh, do, my, do my best. I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to another season of this uh, over Love is Blind, based off what I see seen from Love is Blind. I'll probably check this out first. If, if it uh, continues at this trend. And then outside of that, checked out Morbius. Wasn't really feeling it, not gonna lie. I felt like too much like Venom to me. Like, I, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I was like, uh, like, I feel like they didn't really give me much about the character. They was just like, uh, he's sick. He got to heal himself. He heals himself. Now he got powers. And then somebody else got powers and now you got to stop him. But, like, and, and it didn't feel like they gave me much for the movie. That's what I said. I felt like, I felt like they vent, they just ran a, they just took Venom and they storyline and they just swapped it out with Morbius. I felt like I wasn't really getting much. And this movie was actually pushed back too, so I thought that maybe they would have added some stuff, but nah, man. If uh, if he runs into, if he runs into Blade, man, he's gonna be done. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> then we had uh, we had Batman. I actually liked it, man. It was about like a three-hour movie. They made it more of a, kind of like a detective type of Batman, but. Kind of, he was kind of in his early stages of solving crime. Um, not too many action scenes, but um, a lot more dialogue. But you can, it's giving you a lot of like backstory of the Batman verse that they're doing as far as like how everyone's connected on the crime scene. Um, they're giving you a history of Batman's parents, um, like kind of his past. Uh, they don't really get get into like how he became Batman, like you know, kind of like they did in Batman Begins, you know, like when he went away to you know, the mountains and stuff like that and trains, stuff like they haven't gotten to that, but they give you more about the actual time and place in the city. I mean, they give you some of the Batman, you know, villains, uh, you know, they got the penguin, they got the Riddler and then pretty much everybody else, man. So, I mean, overall it was good, man. It's not what I expected, but it was definitely a good movie. I'm looking forward to seeing where they go with this, uh, being that they got a young Batman. Hopefully he stays as Batman. That's the thing, man. They, you get these people to do two or three Batman movies. All of a sudden, they reset in the Batman. Now you like, but, you know, you just actually get into it. But hopefully they can keep this guy. Hopefully they lock him in for a deal or something. Um, mm-hmm. He's not the best actor, so to say, but um, you get more of a... Throughout the movie, you get more of him in the Batman costume, which uh, which is fine with me, rather than him, like, outside of the Batman costume. So, overall, it was a good movie, man. Nice. It'll, it'll be on... Uh, it'll actually be on... Um, HBO Max um, in like five days, so um, you can definitely check it out on that. I absolutely will. And then uh, I think that's pretty much it. I don't got anything else. That's all I got. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Until next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out with your boy Rich, JD, and Tom here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>